0: Welcome back MTN Nets podcast. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast. Another positive video. It's eight wins in a row. I mean, is this real life right now? I mean, just think about a couple months ago, a month and a half ago, this team was um, looking pretty rough. I think they were six and nine at one point. They were, you know, under Steve Nash, they were terrible. And it seems like ever since Jacques Vaughn took over, and especially when Kyrie came back from his you know, seven game hiatus, the Nets have been playing the best basketball in the entire NBA, and it is great to watch. And I tweeted this before. This team has given me vibes from that 2021 season when Harden was playing on an MVP level back in like February, March of 2021. This Nets team right now, is playing that same type of way. They beat the Bucs 118-100, a Bucks team that has a really good defense. They put up 118 against them. Yes, the Bucs were without Chris Middleton, I will say that, but still, I think it's a very dominant victory. Giannis was scoreless the entire fourth quarter. The Nets held at least a 10-point lead the entire second half, I believe. They had control of this entire game, so it was wonderful. love to see it, and this team right now is on fire, and we'll talk some big picture stuff at the end. I don't want this video to go too, too long but we'll talk about this game talk about a little bit of the future leave a like And let's get into it. So coming into this game, I wasn't really that nervous about it, which is always nice because I feel like when I do get nervous for Nets game, it's it's because like you have bad vibes and like you think something's gonna go wrong. But coming into this game, I wasn't that concerned. Of course, Milwaukee's a very good team. I think they had the best record in the NBA coming into this game. They might still have the best record in the NBA. The Nets now are what 21 and 12, and I think Milwaukee's 21 or 22 and 10. So the Nets are right there. They're knocking. They're like a top three, four team in the east I forget where everyone ranks now but the Celtics have been losing a bit lately Cleveland still playing very well of course Milwaukee the Nets just beat them so the top four in the east is getting very crammed or cramped whatever the word is and the Nets are right there they're making that late run and not a late run it's still pretty early in the season but you get what I mean like it was like for the most part this year Celtics bucks the Cavs snuck in there but the Nets the last week or so have really been up in the top four and really just making some noise. So hopefully at some point the Nets can maybe get the one seed. But anyway, this game was um – you know, a big discrepancy in three-point shooting. The Nets almost shot 20% better from three. The Bucks were nine for 37 from three. Nets were 14 for 32. That, of course, is a big reason for the Bucks losing. Rebounding was actually even. The Nets did have 30 assists to their 17. The Nets have been so good with passing the ball ever since Jock Vaughn took over. 11 steals for the Nets. That was big. Only 12 turnovers. The Bucs had 18. Nets had 24 fast break points to their 13. And I'm surprised by this one because I really did think the Bucks would have way more points in the paint, but the Nets had 50 points in the paint. The Bucks had 48. It did not feel like that watching the game. There was a point in the fourth quarter where Brook Lopez literally backed down TJ Warren on like back-to-back possessions and just caught the ball and flipped it in. It was like, you know, it was like Brooke Lopez against me. It was it was a pretty rough looking scenario there for the Net, for the Nets on a couple of possessions. But um, I'm surprised by that. But hey, I'll take it. Um, you know, we saw the the typical Giannis getting some calls he probably shouldn't be getting, which is always annoying. But it is what it is. Um, especially the one where he fell. I mean, there was one where he slipped over like his own feet basically, and Ben Simmons got a foul called on him. And then I think the next possession, Seth Curry got fouled from three, but they reviewed it, they reversed it. So it's like, I kind of wish that Jacques Vaughn used that challenge, but he did save Ben Simmons a foul later in the game when our old friend Javon Carter went for a left handed layup. Ben Simmons didn't even foul him at all. The refs did call the foul, but Jock Vaughn challenged it. They reversed it. Ben Simmons had a foul taken away. So that's pretty much it for the team stats. The biggest Bucks lead was two. The Nets had a 23-point lead at one point. And as I mentioned, the Bucks they did try to make a comeback a few times in the late third, early fourth quarter, and they cut the game to like a 10-point game, I would say at least four or five times. It seemed like there was a lot of times in this game where the Bucks kept cutting it to 10, but the Nets always responded. And there were times where The Nets had a chance to really break this game open. I remember there was a momentum three that Kevin Durant missed from the right wing that he really wanted to make in the third quarter. He was pissed when he missed it. Um, So the Nets had opportunities to really break this game open, but I was never like that nervous about losing this game. The Nets felt like the better team the entire night. So we'll go through the individuals. Uh, KD, 34 minutes. He did have 24 points, shot 9 of 17 overall, 6 assists, which is nice, 5 rebounds total. Only three turnovers. I mean, I think KD on like the first possession maybe had one of those turnovers going to his left and tried to do too much, and I think Giannis stole it. But outside of that, Kevin played a pretty good game for the most part. He did miss some threes that he usually would make. He was two of six from downtown, but overall, I think KD played a really nice game tonight. Royce O'Neal. I think tonight was actually Royce O'Neal T-shirt night, and I'm sure some people got that shirt and were like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Some casuals coming to the game, but Royce O'Neal. He showed who he was. He had a great game. 17 points. 5 of 8 from 3, and I feel like every time he made a 3, it was in a big moment when the Nets were kind of losing momentum, and he just made a big shot to get it back. So Royce O'Neill, say what you want about the guy, but he played an awesome game tonight. Didn't do much else, like only one rebound, had no assist, no steals, no blocks, uh, but Royce O'Neill shooting the ball, it was a great night for him there. Uh, Nick Claxton, another guy who was great. He started out this game 8 for 8 from the field, finished 9 of 10, played 30 minutes, he had eight rebounds, five assists for Nick Claxton, three steals, did not have a block, which is unlike him. He had 19 points, though. Of course, when you make nine field goals, that's going to be the case, but one of two at the line. So Nick Claxton, this was probably one of his best five or six games this year. He played at a very high level. And when you're playing against Giannis, it's it's going to be tough, obviously, and Brook Lopez. Um, and I think Nick Claxton had a really nice game given the circumstances and given the tough opponent. Kyrie Started out slow, no doubt about it, but played 35 minutes. He was 6 of 18 overall, most shots on the team by 1 over KD. Um, 18 points, though. He definitely showed up in the early fourth quarter, which Kyrie has been doing lately. If you guys, if you guys watch Nets games consistently, you know by now what the rotations are. And in most early fourth quarters, Jock Vaughn likes to you know sit Kevin Durant and rest him and bring him back in the final 7-8 minutes of the fourth quarter. And Kyrie usually is the lone star on the floor. Sometimes Ben Simmons plays too in the early fourth but still Kyrie's the main scorer on the floor in the early fourth quarter and I feel like Kyrie in those minutes lately has been awesome he understands that the offense is going through him and he definitely steps up and puts pressure on the defense he made a a uh, a three from the wing to start out the fourth quarter had that awesome driving layup on Brooke Lopez where Lopez was like this close to blocking it but Kyrie just somehow with his wizardry made that layup with his left hand so he's great to watch. He had some great dribbling moves tonight, but no ankle breakers. But, you know, maybe next game. But uh, Kyrie overall, yeah, not the best shooting night. But I do think he stepped up in the fourth quarter when this team needed it. Definitely showed his, his uh, defensive effort. He also had nine rebounds. I didn't even bring that up. Kyrie had nine rebounds, which is big. Six assists. Uh, yeah, look, honestly, the shooting was not that great. But I think outside of that, Kyrie did have a nice night. Ben Simmons, I would say it's a good game from him. 12 points, six of nine. Ben Simmons made his, you know, typical. He did the running hook shots at some point. He was doing his floaters. Um, you know, he did miss an easy reverse layup at the end, but the game was pretty much over at that point anyway. Um, and I think that led to it led to something good. I know he missed that layup, and maybe they kicked it out to somebody for a three, so it didn't matter any. But I think none. Of them. What happened was. He missed the layup. Someone got a steal, and they came back down, and I think Kyrie may have hit the dagger three right after that. But, um, yeah, but Ben Simmons, I think, overall played a nice game. The thing that bothers me about Ben Simmons – and I don't know if and when this will be fixed, is the foul trouble. He gets way too handsy on defense. And I think he sometimes leaves the refs no choice but to blow the whistle. But, you know, I think outside of the foul trouble, which he had four of them tonight, almost five, if they didn't challenge that play, um, you know, I think Ben played a really nice game. Uh, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 12 points, as I mentioned, 6 of 9. I think, had some nice possessions on Giannis. Of course, you're not going to win all of them, and there were a couple times Giannis got the best of him. But even on a play where um, I think Ben missed a shot or something, it actually might have been that same play where he missed a reverse layup, and Ben Simmons like hustled his ass off up the floor, and Giannis tried to do a spin move, but when he spun around, Ben Simmons was right there, and he stole the ball from, um, from Giannis, and it led to a Nets break, and I think it led to Nets points. So even when Ben Simmons was missing shots or doing something bad, he would just you know, have great effort and make up for that. So Ben Simmons, I know he's not the greatest offensive player, but I do think he's fitting this team nicely right now. And I will say I was concerned about the Claxon and Ben Simmons minutes early on. How would they play together? They're figuring it out. I mean, it's not perfect at all times, but you can just tell by the advanced numbers and how they look on the floor together that that combination is working. It was not working early on, especially when Nash was head coach. But now, They are finding out how to play together, and I think the whole Ben Simmons, Nick Claxton thing has been working out lately. It may work better in some matchups compared to others, especially against bigger teams. It's going to help more against a team like Milwaukee, who is a bigger team. But against those smaller, quicker teams, maybe it won't work as much. But in a game like this, the Simmons and Claxton lineup definitely worked out. TJ Warren is a guy that we definitely have to... uh, you know, compliment because he's been awesome so far. I mean, the guy hasn't played in two years, and he had a great first half. I think he had ten points in the first half. Finished with twelve overall, five of eleven, two of four from three. Came in, made a couple big threes right away. Six rebounds, three assist, one steal. Um, it's all about health. I think we we've seen now that TJ, when he's out there, is going to be a good scorer off the bench he gives them some size some length some rebounding um actually a better playmaker than i thought he was i think the big knock on tj warren coming over here aside from the injuries was that he does does not get assist and i feel like he made that great pass to uh, ben simmons last game i didn't podcast after that one but he had a great pass to ben simmons who did we play last game? I forget now, but I think it was the Wednesday night game or something. He threw, in a, uh, he threw basically a half-court alley-oop to Ben Simmons. It was a great pass. It reminded me of Jason Kidd back in the day. So, yeah, TJ's been better than I could have expected. I mean, I, I did think TJ would be fine by, like, the later part of the season, but, like, not this soon. As I said, the guy hasn't played in so long. You figured there would be a lot of rust, but I feel like he came in his first game, he made, like, 10 points, And, you know, he kind of tapered off after that. But I feel like the last maybe three, four games, TJ Warren – is starting to show us who he really is. And it's not like bubble level because he will never get to that again probably because that was ridiculous. But um, if he's like one of the main guys off the bench and can help score and take the load off of like Kyrie and KD, um, that's going to help a lot. So TJ, TJ, love what I've seen so far. Utah Watanabe, he did play 23 minutes but not much of an impact. He did make a garbage time three. I was happy for him. <laughs> I love every time he makes a basket, like he smiles. He's like that kid in like fourth grade who makes a uh, – you know, a basket and, and travel basketball. That was like me back in the day. I used to smile when I made shots. But um, you know, Utah is kind of like that. Like he makes a shot, and you see the joy on his face, and um, not much. Five points today. Did make the garbage time three. He came in right away and got beat off the dribble by Drew Holiday. So you know, we saw some good, some bad from Utah. Definitely wasn't his best game, but it wasn't horrible. So, um, he'll be better going forward. I'm sure Edmund Sumner, I don't think even played in the second half, but he looked all right in the first half. He did have two assists and he kept driving to the basket, putting pressure on guys. He's so damn quick. Like the burst he has is crazy. Edmund Sumner. And, uh, he was one of six from the field. I remember he missed one of those elbow jumpers, which he does happen to make actually a decent amount this year. It feels like, but, um, yeah, Sumner did play some level level defense, effort-wise at least, and uh, put pressure on the defense, so I can't really ask for much more. Seth Curry played 25 minutes, so he's been, you know, I don't want to say not playing a lot lately, but I feel like Seth has played less than we had expected the past couple games. There was a stretch where Seth Curry played like 14 minutes combined in two straight games, and I forget if that was like dating back to last game or two games ago, I don't know, but Seth in this game didn't make a huge scoring impact he was two of nine one of four from three did have two steals which is great only five points but I feel like Seth just gave him another ball handler and did a good job like navigating off screens and, and things like that and I did think there was a point when it was the lineup where Brooke Lopez kept making the easy layups and I was like you got to get Seth Curry out this game and right as I said that he made a nice little like left-handed layup from the right side so um, yeah Seth Curry I mean it's a mixed bag you're gonna get some nights where seth is five of seven from three and really keeps your offense in the game and and just explodes and then there's times where you know he doesn't give you the best nights but that's just kind of how it is with seth uh seth curry um we'll talk about trades and stuff in the future of course he's a name brought up sometimes him patty mills cam thomas guys like that joe harris of course um one of those shooters may be dealt but we'll talk about that going forward you see all the time on twitter about john collins kyle kuzma I like Kuzma a lot personally, but we'll get to that another day. So Cam Thomas, only three minutes, didn't really do a whole lot, just garbage time. But, yeah, that's pretty much it for this game. I was really impressed. Um... As I said, I wasn't really that anxious coming into this game, and when that happens, I feel like the Nets have a good winning percentage. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. I don't keep track of that stuff, but um, I just have a confidence about this team that I have not had in a long time, and you know, I think the Nets are legit. I just tweeted that before, too, and I do think, of course, because it's the Nets and bad things tend to happen to this franchise— I'm sure something will go wrong because that's the negative mindset I have. I mean, I've, I've seen it for too many years. I've been a Nets fan for too long. But um, right now, at least, this team looks really good. So I hope they can keep it up. If they stay healthy, I don't see why not. I really don't see why not. I mean, they are right up there. I mean, I still want to see them beat Boston. They have not beat the Celtics in like a year. So that has to happen. But they beat Milwaukee you know, pretty comfortably. Milwaukee's one of the best teams in the NBA, arguably the best. Once again, no Middleton. I get it, but they won by 18. They looked dominant the entire night. And uh, I just want to see how they play against Boston. They do play Cleveland on Monday night. Cleveland should be an interesting matchup. They're that, like, you know up and coming team that people love and you know we'll see what the nets do against them so it's gonna be fun and i do hope you guys have a uh, a merry christmas i forgot to say that during my giants video so i feel bad about that now but um yeah I, I keep forgetting it's christmas honestly i mean it's it's funny because at work i write down the date all the time when i'm like you know stamping stuff so i should know the date by now but whatever so merry christmas to you guys happy holidays hopefully you guys have a good one stay safe and you know overall this team looks great just I'm looking at the schedule now. W W W W L W W W W. There's like eight straight W's right there. So the Nets have won One, two, three, four. 12 out of thirteen, I think it is. I mean they have not lost since December fourth, and it is December twenty third losing, never heard of her. <laughs> so, um, and it feels good right now. So hopefully this team keeps it up once again, stay healthy. That's all I care about right now. Stay healthy, no season ending injuries and, and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, Sean, Mar- Sean Marks will definitely have a interesting, um, trade deadline and, and figure out what he wants to do with this team. It's still a couple months away. So I think probably exactly a couple months away, right? I think February 23rd, usually the, uh, trade deadline. So yeah, still a couple months away and we'll find out what happens there. But, uh, um, uh, right now, this team is rolling. I wouldn't mess with it right now, of course. But, um, you know, if Sean Marks does see a deal he likes and thinks they can put the Nets over the top, then uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I love what I'm seeing. I'm sure any Nets fan would agree with that right now. And hopefully next time I talk to you guys, it's some good news once again. Uh, let's see. Next time I'll do a Nets video. Let's see. Let's see. So, once again, at Cleveland Monday. NBA TV game they're at Atlanta Wednesday then they play Saturday at Charlotte December 31st which happens to be New Year's Eve so I don't know I don't like New Year's Eve personally I'm not like a partier I don't drink I really don't care so if I'm home doing nothing I'll definitely do a pot after that game if not I don't know maybe after that um San Antonio game on Monday night January 2nd I don't know we'll figure it out but I'll talk to you guys soon It's been good. Hopefully, the next time I do talk to you guys, the winning streak's still going, and I'll talk to you guys next time.